0: This is Spin Control, a Fibercraft podcast by a joyful girl. Spin, turn a spinning wheel. Make me some of your magic thread. Hello everybody, this is Shiloh. Welcome to Spin Control, episode 26, The Great Pumpkin. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about some knitting, some spinning, practically no sewing, a little trip to the pumpkin patch, and all of the fun or boring things that have been happening to me over the last week. But first, we're going to start with some welcomes and some thank yous. Welcome back to all of my regular listeners, and welcome to those of you just trying us for the first time. I wanna give out a very, very special thanks to those of you who have taken the time to donate to the podcast. I really appreciate it. And of course, a special thanks goes out to our donation incentive sponsor for this month, that is Diabolical Yarns. And to everyone who donates $1 or more to the podcast, you will receive a chance to win either a beautiful hand-painted braid of roving or a skein of lace weight, personally died by Rachel from Diabolical Yarns. All right, let's move on to updates. It looks like everything is finally right with the new show notes page and with the iTunes feed. I double-checked the iTunes feed today and it actually looks like we have two feeds now listed in iTunes. But if you get the choice, double-check and make sure that you're subscribed to the feed that already has ratings and reviews listed. I'm going to see if I can get iTunes to delete the second one. Both of those pages list the exact same information in terms of all of the podcast episodes, website links, and all of that. So really the only difference is one has ratings and reviews and the others don't. They both go to the same exact place but I'm really happy to know that that is all fixed and that all my subscribers seem to be getting the podcast. If you are still having trouble, all you need to do is unsubscribe and resubscribe and that should totally fix the problem. That's really all I've got at the beginning of this episode, so I guess it's time to get this podcast started. And now it's time for Spin a Tale. And this week, I'm gonna tell you a little story about a trip I took to the pumpkin patch. Well, the story isn't just about the pumpkin patch. It's really about this time of year. It seems to be that fall is really, really, truly in the air. And I didn't realize that fall is my favorite time of year until just this weekend. I mean, I knew I liked it, but I'm so excited about all the stuff that's going on around me The leaves are falling out of the trees. We went to the pumpkin patch and picked pumpkins for Halloween, and the kids carved them, and they made a scarecrow for the front of the yard, and this weekend there were hayrides and all sorts of stuff going on, and the air is cool and crisp. But anyway, I really like fall. Fall makes me happy. The air is cool. The leaves are changing colors, and everything just seems so perfect in the world. I'm having a good time with lots of family stuff we've got going on. The neighbors are hanging out with each other more, which is cool because we always have a really good time. And I'm just loving life at this time of year. I'm also learning a lot about my children with this time of year. Everybody brought home pumpkins and my youngest, she's so, gosh, she's so funny. She refused to cut into her pumpkin. For her, all she wanted to do was paint it because she finds it completely absolutely 100% disgusting to have to touch pumpkin guts. My 12 year old, totally opposite man. She was ready to just cut into that bad boy and carve a face and pull out all the guts and just get totally messy. She pre-planned her design, got all her tools together and just hacked away at that bad boy. It's funny to me their personalities can be so very, very vastly different knowing that they're raised in the exact same house. Cracks me up. Anyway, I'm loving fall and it wasn't until my little trip to the pumpkin patch this weekend that I realized it's my favorite time of the year. All right, and now it's on to spinning my wheels. This week in spinning my wheels, I have gotten so much done. It's unbelievable. I did get quite a bit of spinning done, I totally now understand the joy of Cormo. At first, if you recall, it didn't want to spin consistently for me, but the second half of that little one ounce sample I had was fantastic. It spun up perfectly, and once the Cormo and I agreed on how we wanted to spin it, it turned out to be a really great product. I finally decided that I was gonna andy and ply to get a three ply for the final product, and I really, really enjoy the final little skein. The final product is so soft. I really, truly could not be happier with that little one ounce sample. The only thing I regret is that I don't have more of it. Once I got through that the second half ounce, it really was spinning very, very smoothly. And had I had more, I probably could have made quite a bit of yarn that made me extremely extremely happy. I'll have to remember to post pictures of that because I've been really bad about that lately. Also I started spinning that grapefruit colored mystery fiber that I got way way back in the days of that crazy swap. If you recall I used a bit of it when I had borrowed my friend's Turkish spindle and this fiber is definitely much much happier being spun in more of a supported long draw and I am totally enjoying it. Because after all of the dedicated concentration time that I spent spinning the Cormo, it's nice to just kind of let that fiber whip out of my hands and do whatever it wants to do and end up at whatever weight it wants to be. So I'm thoroughly enjoying spinning the supported long draw on this, and I will be sure to definitely post pictures of that. I have absolutely no idea what I'm going to do with this fiber. I call it grapefruit because it's it's a multicolored yarn that varies between yellow, orange, and pink, and it's really really super fun. I think I can imagine it as a hat. However, it's definitely not next to the skin soft, so I think if I was going to knit it in a hat, I would have to definitely line it with fleece or something so it wouldn't be too super itchy. I know that I am way sensitive to itchy hats. So, I'm not sure what I'm gonna do with it. Probably, it'll probably end up as a hat with a nice lining, super warm. I'm still trying to find the card that says exactly what that fiber is. And hopefully by next week, I will know what it is so I can share it with you. All right, sewing has been non-existent. I've done a little bit of planning. My daughter, the oldest, decided that she could be nothing more than the Mad Hatter for Halloween. And the Mad Hatter costume, to go out and purchase one, is quite, quite expensive. So this crazy woman decided That she could piece together a Mad Hatter costume out of thrift store purchases and um, scrap fabric. So that's what I'm doing. I got a men's dress shirt in just the right color of pink and I'm actually gonna cut it down and resew it to fit her. I'm gonna keep the existing collar and like half the buttons down the front and then basically just cut it to fit her and reseam it. So we'll have to see how that goes. I also have to make a top hat, which is probably gonna be the hardest endeavor in that whole project. And I'm also dyeing an old jacket that I have black. It's actually more of a pink overdyed with black. So we'll definitely have to see how that turns out. That's actually soaking in the dye bath right now. And as soon as I'm finished recording, I'll have to rinse that out. We'll have to see how that happens. I've actually made the most progress and did the least in knitting this week. I kind of went off the grid for the entire last weekend. And that's one of the reasons why this episode is so late I was a little under the weather on Thursday and Friday. And then after that, all I wanted to do was work on cobblestone. And guess what? Cobblestone is not the sweater of shame. I finished knitting it. I put the neck on waist yarn and have my husband try it on and it totally fits him. So now all I have left to do is graft the underarms and block it and it's done. It's totally done. I consider it kind of done because there's no more knitting. It's just grafting the underarms and blocking and that's awesome. It feels so good to be done with that sweater, mind you, I did cast this sweater on on Christmas Eve last year. I cast it on, put all of the yarn, the pattern, and the project on the needles inside a box and wrapped it up for him to open on Christmas morning. But with that project done, there are so many other works in progress that I get to get back to. If we take a look back over like the life of this podcast, there are quite a few things looming that I have kind of abandoned for cobblestone. There is the dusty corner socks that I've talked about recently. I've got the second batch of rock and sock Club socks that came in. I've got wham Bam thank you lamb on the needles. I've got handspun socks on the needles, and I'm still working on my sister-in-law's garter. That's super super simple, but I put it aside. I put the garter aside for my nephew's birthday gifts and to get cobblestone done. And of course, we can't forget Christmas Conquest 2010. For goodness sake, we have like two months left and I've gotten a whopping two hats done. I'm getting nowhere fast on that. So it will be so freeing to get back to like a plethora of little projects and that should be super, super fun. I'm ready. That's for sure. And that's all I've got in spinning my wheels. All right, this week, I'm gonna put my spin on Cascade 220 Tweed. I figured that's only fair. It is the item that I've been working with the most over the past, what, eight months now? And I spent uh, 13 and a half skeins with it. That's quite a few stitches for the men's sweater I just finished. So, Cascade 220 Tweed is 90% Peruvian Highland Wool and 10% Donegal for the Tweed. It is, well, it comes in skeins of 220 yards at 100 grams, and the recommended needle size is on size seven, five stitches per inch, and on size eight, four and a half stitches per inch. I've heard quite a few people talk about Cascade 220, some negative, some positive. In my opinion, I like Cascade 220. One, you're gonna have a standard quality when you pick up a skein of this yarn. Every time I've knit with it, I haven't had a single problem. No knots. It's evenly colored. I mean, it's definitely mass-produced, but it's a good, reliable wool that you'll know what to expect from every time you pick up a skein. Now, the tweed, I really like their tweed colors. The tweed, well, it's got a color number. My husband's cobblestone is knit out of a foresty green. Not bright. Subtle. It's a dark green yarn with like gray to tan tweed flex in it and it's beautiful I absolutely love the color depending on the light you can see it's a very very gray green and it's wonderful the color has a lot of depth in the tweed and it was fantastic I have two negatives when it comes to this yarn there were no knots however there were times when I could see a join in the yarn even though it wasn't a knot and it was a little bit thicker and definitely less soft in those areas where there was a join. And my second issue with the yarn is that it's supposed to be a worsted weight yarn, but when you're knitting with it, in my opinion, it seems to be definitely a light worsted to me. It doesn't seem like a very true worsted. It's very soft, and as you knit with it, it seems to stretch out quite a bit and definitely not keep the thickness of a true worsted weight yarn. I would recommend Cascade 220. It's a yarn. You'll definitely know what you're getting when you pick up a skein. It's dependable. It's a workhorse yarn. And I've had absolutely no major issues with it. Just minor complaints that I certainly learned to overcome after 13 and a half skeins. So I'd recommend Cascade 220 Tweed. The color selection is fantastic. The depth is wonderful. And it is a good yarn that you can depend on. I am all spun up this week about pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin seeds are a little treat that I truly, truly only get once a year. Each year, we carve pumpkins into jack-o'-lanterns and it is mom's pleasure to take all the guts, sort out all the seeds, and then toast them and put wonderful, delicious seasoning on them. We have mixed feelings in our family about what we prefer And I practically use a different recipe every single time I do it. I like a saltier flavor and my kids like a sweeter flavor. So I'm definitely going to have to look it up and see what I can come up with. That's one of my projects I've got going on for tonight is to toast the seeds from yesterday's pumpkin carving. But I just love them. They're so delicious. And once they're gone, I'm just going to have to wait till next year to get my next fix. So that's what's got me all spun up this week. Toasted pumpkin seeds. All right, everybody, it looks like it is time to spin off this episode of Spin Control. I have absolutely no idea how long or how short this episode will be. I really just wanted to get it done so that you guys weren't waiting around for me to publish an episode. I've had a really, really busy week, and I expect the next week to be even more fiber filled, and I can't wait to share all that with you in the episodes to come. Thanks again to everybody for tuning in. As always, you can check the show notes at spincontrolpodcast.com, email me at ajoyfulgirlknits at gmail.com, catch me on Ravelry as a Joyful Girl, or follow me on Twitter as a Joyful Girl Maid. Thanks again, guys. I will talk to you soon. Have you ever had a girl to carve a pumpkin for and put a candle in it and leave it at her door and call her on the phone and tell her that you put a pumpkin on her porch? Then Tell her that it won't last long So she better love it right now And if not then This Halloween Why don't you give a girl a jacket to carve a pumpkin for Have and you ever had a girl to it carve it a pumpkin for and put her candle in it and leave it at her door and, call, and her call her on the phone and, and tell her that you put a pumpkin Then that tell her that it won't last long so she better love it right now And if this has